from the cyclist perspective, especially distance, I would say with posture and probably balancing out the body, right? It's a lot of lower body, but also you need your core, right? To be supporting yourself on the bike. So I feel bar is really beneficial because we work a lot of upper back and postural muscles and core. And then as well as with runners, you know, it's a pretty high impact on the knees and ankles. So things like exercises in bar or developing the muscles and the stabilizers in your joints. Mm -hmm. Um, so that can help to prevent injury and help you with your sport. And, um, yeah, I think we're all, we're often having women that we're doing more high intensity CrossFit or boot camps, which of course are great forms of exercise. But I think when you're cross training, you'll be the most successful and the healthiest because you do need to kind of balance out these high impact exercises with things that are a bit more supportive for your body. This is the Metal Set. Hi, this is Dawn, an ultra cyclist and sports PR specialist. And I'm Afshan, an endurance athlete and journalist. And we're on a quest to bring you stories of tenacity, courage, and metal. From athletes in the Middle East and beyond. Hello, Dawn here. You may have been following my cycling journey this year, and you may know that I spend a lot of time on a bike, particularly in the lead up to a big race. Like many cyclists or athletes who absolutely love one particular sport, I sometimes ignore strength and mobility. Two areas of fitness that I love, but always seem to come second place to cycling. After a talking to by my coach, enter Bar Effect, the first and only exclusive bar studio in Dubai. I had a chance to speak with Bar Effect founder, Nora Hamidani, who shared just exactly what Bar is, her own athletic background, how she came to found Bar Effect, and how Bar is just not great for cyclists, but everyone who wants to build strength, balance, and flexibility. We also chat through the challenges of opening a fitness studio in the middle of a pandemic and how the studio and its community are thriving. For those of us in the Middle East, the summer season may just be the perfect time to check it out. And as always, please check out the show notes for more info, links, and resources. I hope you enjoy. So hi, Nora. Welcome to the podcast. We're very excited to have you on today to talk about Bar and your studio, Bar Effect. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Dawn. So as many of our listeners know, I spend a lot, a lot, a lot of time on a bike. And after focusing solely on cycling for the past couple of years, I've come back from a big race recently and my coach said to me, I need to start some strength and mobility exercises, something that I think a lot of cyclists need to do. So enter Bar Effect, which is your studio. And I've been attending classes there, which I love. And just doing a quick Google of bar and cycling, I'm not alone in thinking that this is good for cyclists and we'll hear more from you. A number of very prominent cycling magazines agree with me and said it's a good way to get stronger on the bike. So for the purpose of our listeners, can you explain to us what BAR is? Sure. So BAR is low impact strength training, and it's a fusion of elements of dance, yoga, Pilates, and other strength training moves. 
initially bar was created to be physio and rehab for injured dancers. Interesting. Yeah. So everything is low impact and it's meant to support your joints and help you develop long, lean, strong muscles. Well, I can attest to this. Like I didn't know really what to expect when I first went to the first couple of classes and I was like, wow, that is tough. Like not tough in terms of like impact, but just you can feel that it's working all of your muscle groups. And I said to a couple of friends, I was like, ballerinas do not play. <laughs> it's true. It, it looks deceiving. And even, you know, the untrained eye watching a ballet dancer, it seems maybe simple because it's so graceful, but it actually is, yes, very challenging. A lot of the moves are compound moves. So you're challenging not only the muscle group, but also your balance and stability at the same time. And we focus on these small muscles that many exercises never target. So you kind of like discover new places you didn't even know could burn and work. Yeah. I think the past, I think the first time I went, I was like aching in that good way (laughs) for quite a few days after. And the second time I got a bit better. So hopefully that means I'm getting stronger. Yeah. So it's a technique and every class is different, especially at bar effect. So it takes definitely five, 10 classes until you feel more comfortable with the technique and the moves. And then once you get going, can really start to see the results. Yeah. I'm excited to continue on with it for sure. And I think it's a fantastic compliment to um, the hours and hours and hours I spend on a bike. So we're going to get into all the ins and outs of bar as an exercise and why exactly it's good for cyclists and anyone really, as well as bar effect. But before we do that, I wanted to chat a bit about your background as well, as you've been into dance since since you were a child. Is that correct? Yes. I started probably around the age of nine, which is a bit older. I was more into sports growing up in my younger years. And then from age nine, I started training pretty much five, six days a week. So pretty intensely. Yeah. And then you went on to study dance at university. Is that right? Yes. I went to uh, George Mason University in Northern Virginia and I studied dance and arts administration. So I was there. And then following graduation, I moved to New York City to dance. Right. So just going back, because I mean, I study political science in university (laughs) and I think it's probably, I don't know, a default uh, degree for me personally, because I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do. But what was studying dance like in university? I couldn't think of a more beautiful degree to get. Yeah. So I was able to continue my rigorous training. I'd have um, like around three hours still of like actual dance class, but then different subjects such, such as dance history and anatomy and physiology, choreography. I had to take music classes, acting classes. So anything that would kind of make you a more well-rounded artist once you graduated. Amazing. And I mean, ballet training has kind of gotten a lot of attention for being somewhat, I guess, really rigorous. Was it similar to that in university as well when you were studying it? It was. I focused more on contemporary dance. So ballet is a really strong foundation. And then contemporary is just a bit more accepting and a bit more individualized. But no, definitely the hours of training and um, the strictness of your teachers, this all kind of comes along with the package. So you really, it kind of weeds out the week, right? You really have to be passionate and committed Otherwise, yeah, like any professional sport, 
can be pretty competitive. Yeah, I can imagine. So after university, you moved to New York. And was it your intention to go into performance in New York? How did you end up in New York? So I, it was always my dream to move to New York City. And I was training with various contemporary dance companies. I was auditioning and performing with smaller companies. I had a few like very good auditions with bigger companies, but I never really like made it to my dream company, which was fine. I was working towards it. And on the side, I started teaching fitness. I started teaching bar. And at the time, all of my other fellow instructors were also dancers and training. And then teaching on the side was just kind of uh, to, you know, make, make some money and pay the bills. So that's how I started. So how did you move over then to instructing full-time? So I was teaching and then they asked me to move into more of a managerial position. So I was slowly, you know, shifting more into the fitness world, still training a bit. And then after three years of teaching, they approached me about moving to Dubai to help open a studio and help to train the new instructors. So that's when I made the decision to leave dance in New York and go for this adventure in the Middle East. And how many years ago was that? July will be 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I've been here 11 years now, so I can imagine, you know, we arrived at a similar time. Yeah. I mean, what were your first impressions of Dubai? Because I mean, you're coming from New York, which has a really vibrant boutique fitness scene. You know, anytime I've gone, it's like, uh, you know, I think the home of Soul Cycle and Peloton and all those things. So when you first moved to Dubai, what were your impressions of the fitness and sports scene here? At the time, there weren't many boutique fitness studios. There was a few big names from the US or from Europe, but it was still more of the mega gym fitness first type scene. So yeah, the boutique fitness scene and studios were just starting to launch. And now I feel like there's so many homegrown studios and concepts. So it's really been nice to see over the past 10 years how things have kind of evolved. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think back 10 years ago. I moved to Dubai probably nine years ago from from Abu Dhabi and seeing the whole birth and growth of that, you know, homegrown. There's lots of homegrown things here, but like fitness and sport is really, really amazing. And I mean, eventually you went on to found your own studio, Bar Effect. How did that happen So I've taught at various studios here in Dubai for eight years, and I've also been a client at other studios. So I've kind of seen what works, what doesn't work. I also have the angle of being an instructor. So I know that to keep a strong team, you have to obviously treat them well. And a studio is really only as strong as their instructors. So when it was COVID and a lot of studios were actually closing down, And I realized that there wasn't a strong bar studio. So one of my close friends and colleagues, Ivy, who's now my GM, I just started talking to her and asked if she would be my GM if I opened a studio. She said yes. And that was just over two years ago. Wow. I think, you know, looking back on COVID, (laughs) I think a lot of people were you know, thinking that's probably not the time to start a fitness studio. (laughs) It's a little crazy looking back on it. You know, I think, well, 
a problem with boutique studios when COVID hit was because of the social distancing regulations, you know, smaller yoga or bar studios, they couldn't have a two or three meter gap, right? Mm -hmm. They'd only have two or three clients in the class. So I knew that when I opened a studio, I'd have to make the actual studio space pretty big because I didn't know how long the social distancing concept was going to be around. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a lot of regulations. UAE was very clear with um, what gyms and studios could have. So I made sure that, you know, even the water is touchless and you don't have to touch any doors to go into the changing room. There's hand sanitizer dispensers in every room. So when I was designing the studio, I had to just make sure that it was kind of purpose built during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, It is a beautiful studio. It's very bright and airy and feels very fresh, which, you know, sometimes you don't always get when you go into a fitness studio, as you rightly pointed out, is really, really, yeah, really nice. And those touches are very, they're noticed, you know, um, among, they were definitely noticed by me and I'm sure by others as well. You spoke about, you know, not being another, there not being another bar studio. Is that still correct? Or have you kind of tried blazed a trail. <laughs> yeah, right now we are the only exclusive bar studio in UAE. So a lot of other studios or gyms have bar as a technique or an element of their gym, but we're the only studio that focuses solely on bar. Amazing. Yeah. So going a bit more into bar, we'll talk about the studio in a couple of minutes. What specifically you know, is bar good for? Who is it good for? What benefits are unique to bar? Sure. So, you know, I really believe that bar works and is beneficial for everyone. It's it's a technique and it takes focus. So I would definitely say it's more for like 20s and up versus like a younger demographic. What's amazing about bar is that you can use it through pretty much every part of your life, whatever stage you're at, whether Um, you're working, recovering from an injury since it's low impact, or if you're pregnant, we can modify things to make sure it's safe. Or if you're postpartum, we can also modify things to re-support your body. So the fact that you're able to modify every exercise, but still get a really good burn and workout, I think makes it really unique. Yeah. I, like I said, I had a lot of people message me after very interested to try as well, cyclists. Who comes to Bar Effect? What's the profile of people that are are coming there? Because I mean, more cyclists should be going there. Yeah, <laughs> but who who makes up y- your clientele? Uh, our clientele, because of the area we're in, there's a lot of moms. We are surrounded in Al Safa by several schools, so it's pretty convenient before after drop offs. And I mean, technically the age is about 25 to 45 is the majority of clients, but of Mm -hmm. course we have some above and under and really it's any fitness level or background. We have women coming in that have never exercised in their life and they're just starting, or we have, you know, women that are ex-dancers or ex-athletes that are coming back, but often it's women that are interested in yoga or Pilates because uh, it's known to be a bit more energetic and even fun than I would say with other disciplines. 
Yeah, I like yoga, but maybe this is something about my personality that I'm only attracted to hot yoga because it's challenging. Yeah. And what I loved about bar is, you know, in addition to a good workout, there's a real energy about it. You've got really fun music on. It doesn't feel, you know, with some yoga classes and it's a me problem, (laughs) you know, having that Zen, I really like high energy. So it was really fantastic. Who else can benefit, you know, from going to bar classes? I know cyclists can absolutely benefit. I think triathletes can benefit. Who, who, yeah, who do you think would be, um, would get the most benefit from coming? So, yeah, I think from the cyclist perspective, um, especially distance, I would say with posture and probably balancing out the body, right? It's a lot of lower body, but also you need your core, right? To be supporting yourself on the bike. So I feel bar is really beneficial because we work a lot of upper back and postural muscles and core. And then as well as with runners, you know, it's uh, pretty high impact on the knees and ankles. So things like exercises in bar or developing the muscles and the stabilizers in your joints. Mm -hmm. Um, So that can help to prevent injury and help you with your sport. And um, yeah, I think we're we're often having women that were doing more high intensity CrossFit or boot camps, which of course are great forms of exercise. But I think when you're cross training, um, you'll be the most successful and the healthiest because you do need to kind of balance out these high impact exercises with things that are a bit more supportive for your body. Yeah, 100%, I agree. This episode is supported by Deep Dive Dubai. We know that our listeners love awesome adventures. And take it from us, it doesn't get more awe-inspiring than the world's deepest pool. Measuring a record-breaking 60 meters, Deep Dive Dubai gives both scuba and freedivers the ability to discover an underwater world complete with the latest in dive technology and an abandoned sunken city. For those new to diving, like me, it's the ideal place to get started. And for those experienced to expert divers out there, it's the perfect place to hone your skills with exceptional facilities, expert staff, and state-of-the-art technology. Since it opened in 2021, it has mesmerized visitors and continues to deliver extraordinary experiences seven days a week. For more information and to book your experience, visit deepdivedubai.com. You mentioned it earlier, and last time I was there, I saw quite a heavily pregnant woman. I'm not a mother myself, but I can imagine how good it is, you know, both pre and postnatal for women. And you're a mother of three. Yeah. (laughs) Yourself. So speak to some of the benefits for women who are pregnant and having children, you know, or just had a child. Sure. So with pregnancy, we're able to modify all of the exercises, particularly abdominal exercises. So you still want to keep your abs strong, but obviously you have to allow for, you know, your muscles to expand. So we are able to modify the abdominal exercises. They're a bit gentler and you're still able to do all of the arm and leg and glute exercises. So to keep your body strong and also as you've mentioned, it's a pretty challenging class. So to prepare yourself mentally, you know, for the challenge of giving birth and having kids, I think it's a really good exercise for endurance and, you know, confidence and energy. And then um, postpartum, we're able to, you know, slow things down where you can focus on your breath more and again, modify so that you're gently 
day by day starting to rebuild your abdominals, which is really important uh, after childbirth. And um, every every exercise, every class, you can kind of take it at your own pace, you know, so it's mixed level. So, you know, if you're feeling more tired one day or if you need to modify more than needed, then it's totally fine. You kind of just do what's best for you wherever you are. Amazing. So you've been open two years, I guess in that time, have there been people who have, you know, been with you from the beginning and have you seen any big transformations on people's strength? Yeah. So that's, what's really amazing is the community that we've built. And this was one of my goals of keeping it pretty small, pretty intimate, as you've seen, like even the physical space, but it's just really nice to see the same women coming back even five, six times a week. And we have definitely a few clients that have been with us from the beginning and even a few clients that were with us before they were pregnant, while they're pregnant, now after they're pregnant. So it's just amazing to see that they're finding the benefits even after two years of being with us. I want to go back just to opening the studio in COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like we're not doing this justice a bit in terms of all of the, you know, challenges that you probably overcame. Can you tell us about some of those and how you overcame them? Sure. You know, looking back on it, I think, well, I know that I am just like a very focused, organized person. And I think Mm -hmm. maybe I wasn't expressing it, but just like some anxieties about how things were changing and the unknown, I really tunneled my energy into opening the studio. I had the idea and started working on it about July 2020. And then by the end of August, I'd found my space. By September, I had had the license. And then by January, we opened. So I just like kind of flew. And yeah, there are definitely challenges. You know, I've been in Dubai long enough that I know what the clientele is looking for. So I needed to make sure that There was a space with good parking, a space that was easy to get to. So I had a lot of puzzle pieces that I had to kind of put together. One advantage I had was that rent was obviously going down because of COVID because things were shutting down. So that was definitely an advantage for me. But a lot of my props were shipped. A lot of the equipment was shipped from the US. So I obviously had um, some delays with that because of COVID. So a few things out of my control. But at the end of the day everything lined up and worked out. Yeah. Worked out. <laughs> I mean, I personally think Dubai has this real energy about it, you know, where you start something new, whether it be a sport or a big challenge or a business, people get behind you and encourage you. But, you know, like anything, there's some people being like, do you really think that's a good idea? Were people saying that to you? Because to think of the idea in July, 2020 was really in the thick of uncertainty. Yeah. It was really hot. And, you know, wearing my mask around, like visiting different locations and spaces, people were definitely saying that to me. And um, I think, yeah, in their own way, they just thought this would be impossible, especially since regulations on gyms were getting pretty tight, Mm. obviously for safety. And then when we first set to launch at the end of January, we were, our first day was going to be on a Monday and... On Saturday, my team and I already had everything set up. We were ready to go. We were going to go in on Sunday just to make sure. Well, on Sunday morning at about 5 a.m., there was an announcement that the gap went from two meters to three meters. And we already had a week fully booked for our soft launch. So we had to 
go back and add classes and call clients and rearrange. So like less than 24 hours before we're supposed to open, we had to like cut down by 30%. Wow. So that was a challenge. But um, from the beginning, I've been fortunate to have a really loyal and supportive team. Um, So that's definitely something that I'm I've learned is so valuable that you can't do it by yourself, you know, and to hire and have people around you that you trust because you have to, especially, you know, I have kids, I have other things going on. It's been nice that I can trust that things are being handed over properly. Yeah. It's amazing what you've done in two years. And I mean, in January, you marked the milestone. You had a big outdoor class at the W Minasiahi, a really beautiful hotel here. It was attended by over 60 guests. Is that correct? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. What was that moment like? You know, because two years and two years of really uncertain, difficult kind of, you know, outside circumstances to then see this big community. How did you feel? Yeah, I and people often say to me, I don't really sit back and um, like realize how far we've come and um what we've created, because I think I just get caught up in the day to day and, you know, the tasks. But when I put on the microphone to like 60 of my friends and, um, you know, the clients, yeah, it's a bit overwhelming and just really exciting to see that I knew that everyone there was there to support us, you know? So I was a bit nervous, but at the same time, I knew everyone there was like rooting for me and the studio. So it just made it really fun. And we had our one year at the Taj and JLT at the rooftop and that we had 40. So it was just cool to see that then for the two year, we'd grown to 60. Um, Now year three. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see what happens next January. It's really, I mean, it's one of those things because I think I'm quite similar in that. What's next? You know, you kind of rarely take a moment to sit back and be like, whoa, look at this. So Yeah. yeah, I can imagine you know, that would be an amazing feeling. You know, you've mentioned before, you're very organized. You've got three small children. Yeah. <laughs> you've started a business in the middle of COVID. How do you do? And not only are you working on the business, I'll say this, you work in the business too. The last class I went to, you were teaching. How do you do it all? Um, I drink a lot of coffee for <laughs> sure. I'm all about a schedule. I have to write everything down so I don't forget really even day to day I have to check because even with the kids in school, they need to bring X, Y, Z. They need to wear this. I have to make a note of it. I have to keep track. It's fun with owning the studio because every day is so different. I'm Mm -hmm. meeting different people. Sometimes I'm teaching, I'm working on marketing. So I really just have to keep everything in my phone, written down, organized. Be very, very organized. Yeah, it's amazing. So tell me what's next for you and Bar Effect? At this point, I'm going to focus on just continuing to grow the studio and grow the brand. I've thought about and I've been approached about opening a second location, but honestly, it's just been really fun to have this one gem that I can focus all of my energy on. And um, I... I want to keep it something fun in my life and not necessarily super stressful because again, my kids are young, so I value my time with them as well. So yeah, we're continuing to add classes to the schedule and um, we launch different props periodically. So as you've seen on the schedule, each day is a different prop 
that we use. Mm -hmm. Um, And just last week, we launched the BOSU. Ooh, do tell. (laughs) It's a half exercise ball. So one half is like the rounded ball and then the bottom is flat. Mm -hmm. So it really challenges your balance and stability. You can use it for strength. Um, Yeah, you can stand on it. You can lift it up and... So yeah, it just makes things fresh for the instructor, fresh for the clients. So we're just trying to see what we can do to keep, keep it fun. What class should I try next as someone who's, you know, spends a weird amount of time on a bike? (laughs) Yeah, all of the classes are full body. I would say the long band is one that we use a lot for our postural muscles, our shoulders, our core. You know, obviously ankle weights are going to be a lot more leg heavy, which Mm -hmm. I feel like you're already getting um, on the bike, but continuing to build your strength in a different way is going to be helpful as well. Yeah, you got to try them on. BOSU will help with stability for your hips and your knees. So yeah, every day is different and a new challenge. I'm going to try a bunch of different ones coming up for sure. You know, looking back two years, looking at kind of your career, moving to Dubai, what advice, if if you had any advice for your younger self, what would you what would you give? Hmm. I would tell myself, I guess, just to believe in myself and just trust the process and trust my instinct. I really believe that if you have the right intentions, that everything works out. So you know. Yeah, just keep on keeping on. If you're passionate about something, then, you know, just keep working towards your goal and something great will happen. Yeah, I love that. I 100% agree. What would you like people to know before we kind of sign out? What would you like people to know about Bar and Bar Effect? Sure. So I can see and I've heard it's pretty intimidating, you know, starting a new exercise, um, not knowing much about it. I would just say that we are, we really try our best and pride ourselves on being inclusive of all fitness levels, all ages, um, and that you never really know till you try. So you might be into it, you might not, but I think with bar and any other sport or exercise, you really just have to give it a go and, you know, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. And where can we, I mean, one thing I will note, the, the studio is women's only, correct? Yes. Yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> we did host um, a boys at the bar in February, which was really popular and we had really good reviews. So I think we're going to repeat that in June for Father's Day. Amazing. So stay yeah. tuned, guys out yeah. there. Follow. And I mean, that that goes into where can we find you? Where can we find the studio physically online? And then where can we find you as well? Sure. So Bar Effect is located on Al Safa Road in Alfredos 4. So it's right above Park and Shop, which is convenient. Um, and we have free parking. And our website is bareffectdxb.com. And Bar Effect DXB is our Instagram handle as well. Great. Well, I'm going to put all that in the show notes. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Um, I think... Just, yeah, if you haven't tried bar um, and you're a bit intimidated, it's also helpful to, you know, bring a friend and, you know, make it kind of a buddy exercise. You can support each other and snow the music's loud and everyone's having a good time. So 
uh, working out should really be a positive and enjoyable part of your day. So you really, at the end of the day, just have to find what you enjoy and what you're into. I agree a hundred percent. I I think training and all that comes with it should be fun. So thank you very much for joining us today. Lovely chat. And I can't wait to try a new class again. Yes. Thanks, Dawn. Great talking with you. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we ask that you please share it with family, teammates, friends, and even frenemies or share via social media. Please also leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Five stars only. And visit us on themetalset.com for more stories and resources. Thanks again for listening. Your support means the world to us. This is The Metal Set.